you can learn as much as you want. You can learn everything there is to know, but if you don't do it, it doesn't matter. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ Podcast. Now, let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. Hey, hey, what's going on, House Flipping Nation? I hope you guys are all doing amazing. This is your favorite podcast host of all time. Justin Williams here coming at you live. Well, it's not really live because you'll be listening to this anyway, whenever you listen to it. On demand, coming to you on demand. Woo! From San Clemente, California. So, we have got an, a, a very special treat for you today. First of all, today the doors to house flipping formula reopen. They have not been open in a very, very long time. And house flipping formula right now is the best and baddest it is ever ever been since the beginning of time we have hundreds of members it's amazing anyway we're super excited to be reopening the doors to house flipping formula so you can go to housewhippingformula.com to check that out if you are interested in taking your house flipping or wholesaling business to the next level or getting going if you're just getting going so whatever okay what is important right now are these two good looking folks in front of me Wearing teal? Would that be teal? Is that right? I green. Know. What's that? It's green. Green. Oh, sorry. It must be the lighting on my computer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's green, Justin. So <laughs> I haven't done an interview in a very long time. I don't know if it's just because I like to hear my sexy voice by myself a lot or I'm just lazy and haven't done. I don't know, but I haven't done an interview for a long time. It's just been me talking. Um, but when we reopened the doors to house flipping formula and I thought, okay, what, how do I want to promote this? How do I want to get the word out for this? And I, I knew what needed to be done. I actually kind of wanted to keep these guys a secret cause I'm using them in the documentary that I'm doing, but I was <laughs> like, you know what? Selfishly, I wanted to dig more into their story. Um, these guys are not your typical loud mouth, obnoxious people like myself and, Mike Cowper and Simmons and, you know, a bunch of these other guys that I bring on the show a lot. Um, They're a little more, I guess, quote unquote, introverted. I don't know if you guys don't like that word or not, but you know what I'm saying. You're okay with that? Okay. So let's just put it this way. When they sent me videos for the documentary, anytime Ariane would pull out a camera, Chris would be like freaking out and be like, get away from me. What are you doing? Why do you have that? That's why there's only like two videos of this entire trip they took. Um, But these guys are absolute rock stars. A couple years ago, not doing a whole lot. And this year, what's your goal this year? To do like 1.5 million? That's the goal. Boom! Oh, man, I love it. So, guys, when ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, I introduce to you the one and only Chris and Ariane Lemire. Did I say your last name right? I don't even know. Yes. Yeah, all right. Perfect. Woo, yeah! Yeah. Hey guys, it's hard to follow the super high energy Justin Williams, <laughs> we're right. going to do our best. Let's you can see that we're down. very low energy people. So Let's bring it down. Let's get, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we're going to keep it high energy. This is going to be awesome. Um, okay, so here's the deal. Give us the two minute, like the 30 second of what you did last year, what your, what your goal is for this year. We already mentioned it's 1.5 million. Uh, and then I want to get, give the backstory because... I am absolutely, your guys' story is so inspiring. My, I didn't tell you this yet, but I was showing my wife the videos and pictures you sent me yesterday, and we got kind of emotional. Like, we started to tear up. And we were saying that 
if we did nothing else, like if we did the podcast and these programs and everything we've done, the events, everything, and if the only thing that came out of it was not only your guys' story, but literally that trip that you were able to take to see your family, that one thing would be worth it, right? Um, so I, not, not to get like, you know, the emotional right from the beginning. You're but, making me cry, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> but that really is how, how we feel. You know, it's people like you guys that are the epitome of why we do what we do. And, and it just reminds us to, to keep things going and, and continue to take things to that next level. So thank you guys so much. Um, so what I'd like to do is just share with us, like, your goals. Wait, what you did last year, your goals for this year. And then we're going to kind of go back. I want to go dive into your story a little bit more than I typically do. Because, I mean, literally, like, Ariane, from the Philippines, from a third world country, and some of the things that you shared with me with, with what your goals were before when you lived there and now where you're at, it's just, just mind-blowing to me. So, all right. I won't steal the thunder anymore. Take it away. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess I'll let's backtrack as Justin was talking about well, that. What are your so, goals? For, what, tell me your goals first. Oh, Sorry. Goals. goals. Okay. Goals, so, what, what did you do last year? Just tell last me year. Last so, year. Last year, 50 transactions, roughly. Yeah. So, we did about 35 wholesales and 15 flips and grossed 800K. Um, this year, we're... The goal is 1.5. Uh, we're gonna do it. <laughs> we're doing all right. We're we're like a month behind our target. Yes. That is awesome. I love it. I remember when you guys joined House Flipping Formula. What was it? A couple years ago? Three years ago now? Time goes by, by right? A couple years ago. Because just a I couple think years 20, ago. 2016 is when we joined House Flipping Formula. Wow. And like I, I remember you seemed like nice people, but I I'll be honest. <laughs> you know, I I I didn't expect to happen what has happened so i'm just absolutely yeah we yeah we didn't expect it either so 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 thank you thank you for putting yourself out there and for everything you've done um but yeah so like recap we did 800k last year 50 deals this year we're hoping to just shore up our business more and have less expenses more profit get that 1.5 and be at about 80 deals probably and Um, where were you a couple years ago before joining house sipping formula before joining House Flipping Formula, like we we had bought three? a few rentals yeah. and a flip. Total. So like, Total. Yeah, ever. Yeah. Total. Okay. Like okay. So the year before joining House Flipping Formula, how many deals did you do? A year before that, we bought our first property December of 2015. So, depending on what time in the year, nothing <laughs> or one. Wow. Okay. Okay. This is this is good. This is awesome. Okay. So now let's take it all the way back. There you were, came out of your mother's womb, screaming. <laughs> Quite a shocking experience, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I was born in the Philippines, lived there until I was about 15, I think. Um, and I know Justin has told the story a few times, but like back then, obviously, the, uh, the exchange rate is a little bit different, but my goal was to eventually make $5 an hour after I graduate college, right? That this prestigious that university. after you graduated college. That was your goal. Wow. Yes. That was the goal. And if I made that, we'd be good. I can support the family. We'd be golden, right? Um, obviously, when I was in my teens, I, we didn't really have any money. So I would actually walk 30, 45 minutes just to save the fare to go from one place to the other. And at that time, it was about six pesos, which is about 10 cents in US dollar. So it's just crazy to think back. I don't really share that a lot because I know people don't really quite relate to that. 
but looking back it's like wow yeah that that were my that was my goal to make five dollars an hour and it's crazy what we're doing now so it's amazing relative yeah <laughs> so like how many siblings did you have or do you i have, have <laughs> i have two siblings are they older or younger both younger both younger and one of them is a special child, so she has autism. Wow. So did you kind of feel like it was your job to kind of help out your family as well, or what? Yeah, in the Philippines, that's kind of the thing. There's not really any social security or retirement, so the oldest child typically takes care of, you know, the parents and the, and the siblings, the siblings <laughs> until they're good. Can you share with me a little more about what life was like growing up? In the, in the Philippines or I mean is the Philippines excuse my ignorance is it uh, considered like a third world country well it's a third world country it's it's developed I did live in the capital in Manila so and we shared a little one-bedroom house growing up so I guess that's a little bit different to yeah. America um so you shared all of you including your parents one bedroom yes a studio actually kind of like a studio wow okay so yeah we, we didn't come from a whole lot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you ever think about like real estate doing real estate or business or anything when you were in the philippines no uh i mean it, i think this is most people your parents train you go to school get good grades get to the best school get a good job and then that's it like that's your Work life for the rest of your life yes um and that's that was like all i had in my head when did you first about start working life. how old were you uh I was 22, 23, I think. No, that's when you, when you graduated. Like, you were working before that. Oh, like, working, working. Probably I was 12, but I was making, like, IDs for my, <laughs> for my uncle. Oh. So you were 12, and then you said when you were, like, 15, your goal was somebody to make $5 an hour. Did you ever have a different job making X amount? No. I mean, minimum wage there is non-existent. Um, you could have a college degree and you could work at like mcdonald's for a dollar an hour so wow. it, it was tough it's it's still tough there so what were some of the what was the one of the wages you got paid or was there a certain job that you had other than working with your uncle or was that about it that was pretty much it because really you couldn't get a job until you had a, a bachelor's degree um but yeah with my uncle i would probably make like a dollar an hour wow and that was good <laughs> i was pretty good i was a good kid wow that's <laughs> Okay. Okay, cool. So fast forward. I mean, first of all, well, let me dive in a moment. There were times where you said that you walked 30 to 45 minutes instead of taking a train that cost 10 cents. You say train right. or bus? Uh, it's like actually bus. called, it's like a little bus. It's called a jeepney. Yeah. It's a mini bus. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It was mainly like going to grocery because like I said, you couldn't necessarily earn money. So it it was easier to save money than to earn it. Yeah. It made more sense to just walk and do whatever I had to do and come back because I couldn't find a way to earn that money. At least I thought that. Mind blowing. Okay, cool. So what happens? You guys, you, you ended up uh, going somewhere else. How did that happen? What happened there? Yeah, so my, my mom and siblings at that time, like we all moved to New Zealand, so my my parents got a, a job and migrated to New Zealand. Um, and then there, you know, it was different. Uh, you were 15 at this time? Yeah, I was 15. So I did my last year of high school there and went to college. Actually got a master's degree. Uh, uh, and then right after I graduated, 
we got married. Roughly, yeah. <laughs> so my first real job was, well... First job after college. First job after college. Well, was... we, we missed the whole part here. So, okay, you guys were in New Zealand, okay? Yeah. How long were you in New, I was New Zealand? Zealand? Yeah, you, I was yeah, 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 you and your family. For about six years, seven years, something like that. So I finished uh, a year of high school, bachelor's degree, master's degree. Yeah, so about six years. Okay. So did you start working in New Zealand or did you not start working until you came to the States? So I worked in New Zealand part-time while I was in school at a call center. Gotcha. Okay. Not the best job for an introvert. Just throwing <laughs> yeah. that out. And then when did this handsome young devil come into the picture? You shared with me a little before. Who's yeah. Share? How did you guys meet? How did this magic yeah, this happen? It's all for you nerds out there. We actually met online in a game, in an MMO, <laughs> called like, Ragnarok, if anybody knows that, so we'll connect. <laughs> Thor, right? Was Thor in the uh, game? His hammer was. <laughs> his hammer was in <laughs> the it game. It was, really? It is, yes. Oh, okay. I don't even know what Ragnarok... It's, it's Norse mythology, right? Yeah, it's based on Norse mythology, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So you guys Thor fan, fans, or...? <laughs> sure. I did see Chris. I did see that long hair in a picture. Oh yeah. No, I've got, I've got some of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So you you met in this online Korean game that you were, you were telling me about, and mm -hmm. Aaron, when did you guys realize you were in love? And you know, let's get a little bit of the love story. Come on. Oh. So we we did like the long distance around the world dating thing for a couple years, um, like. What is it? Six, eight hours behind, but a day ahead. So, yeah, he would stay up late at night just so we yeah. can talk. Uh, and I think six months into it, we were really serious and we exchanged Change visits. Yeah. So he went to New Zealand. I went to the U.S. Um, met the families. Everybody thought we were crazy. Until just recently, <laughs> they stopped thinking we were crazy. But for quite a while, <laughs> like, we were crazy. We probably still are crazy. But <laughs> How long have you guys been married? Four, Four years. years now, yeah. Four years. Okay. So it was around four years ago that you came, Arian, came to the States? Yes. Is yes. that correct? Okay, yes. cool. You know, I, I, Chris, I feel like we're leaving you out. Her, her story just seems so much more interesting. So it is. <laughs> much interesting. Give the two cents of, like, your background before you guys met, and then we'll go from where you guys met on. <laughs> much less dramatic. Um, I was born in Georgia, moved to Florida, roughly elementary school. Um Pretty much grew up in Gainesville, so by default, I have to be a Florida Gator. Sorry for all the non-Gator fans. Um, I I followed the standard route: go to school, get good grades, get a go to the college, get good grades, get a job. Um, I was actually a student while Tebow was a quarterback, so we had a good run. Nice. Um, <laughs> all me, all me. Um, but yeah, so then right out of school, I got a job as a software engineer. Uh, so I got my my degree is software engineering, so that's what I've been doing since. And when, when we got married and she flew here for the last time, um, she got her job in Fort Walton Beach, which is where we are now. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So you guys fell in love with, through Thor. You, <laughs> you got married, moved to Florida. Okay, awesome. Things are good. Now, good. You, is that when you got your job? Area. Yes, so that was my first job at a rehab facility. I was a speech language pathologist. And what? So what led you to real estate from there? I, I know you told me a little bit of it, but it sounds like this job wasn't giving you much freedom. Yes, so like 
Like, you know, we followed what our parents told us and society told us, go to school, get good grades, get a good job, and we did. So we were both, we both had good jobs. I was a speech-language pathologist. He's a software developer. And we thought, we're good. This is what everybody wants you to do. We made it. So our life is set. <laughs> we are done. <laughs> and after a few months in, we realized, wait, <laughs> this isn't, this isn't, I guess this, it was what it was, but it wasn't what we needed or what we wanted for our future. You've got to explain your description. Right. Thing. So as a speech-language pathologist, typically our services are billed or prescribed kind of like medicine. So the doctor will say, you got to see X person for 60 days, five days a week. No exceptions, really. So even if it was Christmas or New Year's or, you know, we wanted to take a holiday, you had to see them. And I was the only speech pathologist at that building at that time. So there was no such thing as time off. You have PTO, but you can't take it because your prescription is due. What? Right. So couldn't take any time off. Like the entire time she worked there, I don't think you ever. Yeah. I mean, you have to find somebody else to replace you if you did. And nobody, nobody really wants to work any holidays or weekends or things like that. Um, so here so you, was had, you did all the right things, went to school. I'm literally left. You, you migrated to different countries twice. Felt like you were doing everything family right. Family right. And then how did you feel to have someone then tell you you can never leave or take time off or do anything? Yeah, horrible. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was going to be like that. Um, I think that's how most people end up being, right? You have this dream and the dream isn't really a dream. Um, so we had really an early life crisis very early on into our marriage and into our careers. We were like, wait, you know, my my mom and my siblings still live in New Zealand, which is a 24-hour plane right away, not to mention very expensive. Yeah. And even if we could afford to go there, we Can't didn't have the time. Yeah. It would take 24 hours just to get there. And then 24 to get back. Like, So you lose two days just in uh, travel time alone. So we just felt trapped yeah, and we ahead, thought about like, what if we have kids, you know? How are our kids ever going to see their grandparents? Like, that our, was... our kids aren't ever going to have, they're not going to know like my side of the family. So we just felt really trapped and we didn't know what to do at that point. Wow. That was rough. Keep going. I, I interrupt people a lot. So I'm trying to be very conscious <laughs> of that. It's funny as I'm making this documentary, I'm like, why did I, Justin, you idiot, why did you interrupt them, right? So <laughs> I'm waiting, especially because you guys, I know you're a little, like, more, you know, soft-spoken. So I'm trying to let, make just so you know. So if I'm pausing, that's why. Okay. 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 So we, when we felt that trapped sensation and we we're like, we got to find a way out, we started, like, searching far and wide for all the different ways to make money. So all the different investment options. How to make money. That, that, that. Uh, exactly. <laughs> wow. Google looked at the stock market, <laughs> realized that that's just like a slot machine to me. Um <laughs> looked at just saving money and putting it in a CD forever. And we're, we're kind of naturally savers. We hoard money when available. Um, but when I was growing up, my father used to flip houses in the kind of like live in flip style where he would move me from one bedroom to another, paint the room I was in (laughs) and put me back and paint that one. Um, so I had been exposed to the idea, never thought I'd be doing it. Not a chance was that what I wanted to do when I grew up, but it was on the radar and we started digging in and that seemed like a, a reasonable path. I don't know if I skipped anything. 
there, but that was kind of what happened, right? Yep, that was it. So, so you're so, searching all kinds of stuff, looking for all these get-rich-quick things. Bitcoin. <laughs> Just kidding. Man, yeah, so we were, we were essentially thinking, okay, we dug ourselves into this thing. Now we have to dig ourselves out. And really the only way out was some sort of retirement, right? Yeah. Where one of us could either go part-time or one of us could not be at that job. Oh, yeah. That, so that was like the original real estate goal, too. It was to earn enough passively to go part-time so that we could spend time with our kids. Yeah. Right. And so first, like he said, we thought we'll just save all this money because we're savers. And our, that trajectory was going to take 15 years. So in 15 years, we might we might have kids. <laughs> in 15 years, we might be ready. <laughs> I remember when I felt like that, too. I had failed at one business and then like wholesaling. The, the way I was doing it wasn't totally working out for me. And I had a friend that was like, oh, you got to get out of the rent. It's all about rental properties. I'm like, okay. As I got going, I'm like, wow, this is going to take a long time, <laughs> right? And then yeah. I started flipping some of them. like, oh, wow, this is great. <laughs> like, I can do what I want. I can actually, like, enjoy some of this with my kids while they're young, right? I can go on some of these trips now. I can enjoy life. I can feel free. And it was pretty powerful realizing that. So, awesome. Yep. So, from there, you want to talk about the, like the first few properties? Uh-huh. Yeah, so... From there, when we, we decided we were going to save money and just like shove it in some dividend-paying thing, and we realized that was going to take 15, 20 years, and that was way too slow, so we saw rental properties as the next kind of way to build income, um, and we just learned everything. Like We focused on that. We learned everything we could learn possibly about rental properties, and we just that was what we were going to do, so we started down that path, and we bought our first property as a, it was supposed to be a rental in the end of 2015, uh, December of 2015. And we uh, we refinanced that immediately and used the same money to buy the second rental property, I think early 2016. Um, and that was, okay, we're doing it. We're going on the path. We're just going to keep buying rental properties until we can stop doing this. Um, and the third one, those first two were kind of rent ready. One of them even had a tenant in it. They were already paying. We just, we inherited a tenant. The... Um, the third one needed more work. It needed like 20K in repairs to, to be rent ready. But for 30K, we could flip it. So I borrowed 30K from a coworker and we flipped it and made like 30K in four months instead of, you know, the, the rental trickle. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was, that was when flipping became a real idea again for us. A little better than that $5 an hour, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a little. $1 an hour. Yeah, so from then we started flipping. I think a little bit after we had sold uh, that first flip, we from Bill, we heard about house flipping formula, and we joined that group. And then I think what really changed our lives was Flip Hacking Live, yeah. which I think was like part of house flipping formula at that time in October of 2016. So you guys joined, you guys joined House Flipping Formula though first, right? Yes. Okay. So you joined House Flipping Formula just over two years ago. How how long was that before Flip Hacking Live? Uh, two months maybe. Yeah. So just a couple months before you dove in, and then you got two free tickets to Flip Hacking Live, right? Which, by the way. We are offering you get two free tickets <laughs> when you purchase uh, House Flipping Formula when you join House Flipping Formula. So completely worth it, by the way. Plug. What was that, Chris? It's completely worth it. Go. It's... 
Like, Isn't honestly, that the biggest like no brainer <laughs> offer ever. We we mainly because of that whole background that we talked about, right? We're very much savers, so we watch every penny. Like we'd go to the grocery store and you know look at what things cost per ounce. Yeah. Um, so we look at the finances really tight, and it was initially it was hard for us to spend money on a course because before that we had learned all this about rentals and all that just from the internet, right? Yeah. Other websites because you can find a, a lot, lot of things yeah. there, but they're like I can't even explain. Just just go. <laughs> just go. You'll see. Just go. <laughs> I love that. Just go. But especially if it's free, just go. It's part of your thing. Go. <laughs> Totally. Like, awesome. and then so at flip packing, we like the the lid came off. Um, we we thought we were doing pretty well. We were like trying to shoot for like three flips a year, and if we could do three flips a year, we'd be set for life. Um, and that was like we went there and we listened like Andy like three hundred wholesales, Justin <laughs> hundred flips, and we're just like, what's what? Like, why is my goal so trivial? <laughs> It was, it was sort of, uh, what does Andy like to say, like permission? Right, yeah. 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 It was really like you, Justin, and Andy, both of you, at that first Flip Hacking Live, you talked about giving us permission to, like, do, to do more. And that just, that permission led to whatever we're doing now and we're going to do this year. So it's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, it was very awesome. You guys have given me like, so many chills the last few times I've talked. Every time I just get, I'm just gonna get my chill blanket ready, you know. For the- <laughs> um, okay, so you went to Flip Packing Live. Join House Soon Forum. Went to Flip Packing Live. You guys immediately joined Six Figure Flipping after that, right? We dove right into that. Yeah. We actually applied for Seven Figure Flipping. But you guys didn't rejected us. Five. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's fine because we probably weren't ready at the time right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't you joined six figure and you guys and you guys just accelerating quickly right a couple months that's the interesting thing like some people ask me like well how long should i be in house of form or this program or that before i'm ready for the next i'm like dude like you guys prime example you were only had to be in not only had to be in but took you a couple months till you felt like you're ready for the next thing and some people, I don't, it depends on what you do. If you don't do anything, the answer is never, right? It's going to be 10 years, right? But people who just do things and take action, and that's why I wanted to have you guys on so bad. I want people to literally, like, hear, like, these guys are, like, they're not really loud and crazy. Like, they just, <laughs> took, they, they got the formula. They knew what to do. They surround themselves with the right people, and they did it. Yeah, you got to apply it. If you don't apply it, it doesn't matter what you learn. It doesn't know what you know if you don't, if it's not, yeah, applied, right? And then they have the community and people that can reach out to you, and that's that's awesome. So so you were in six-figure flipping. Um, now, so, okay, so you, you joined Flip Packing Live 2016. Chris, you know I, I always mess up my dates, right? I'm on my years and dates, like, I don't know what, what the year we're in right now, right? So 2016, Flip Packing Live, joined House Living Formula just before that. Uh, then you joined Six Figure Flipping. And it was and, 90, I don't know if it's still 90 days, but it was like the 90 day. Uh, yeah, so six you guys figure. joined it as 90 days. We, we've recently, anyway, we keep messing with that. If you're interested, <laughs> reach out, <laughs> right? Um, always trying to improve things, right? So, okay, so you joined that for 90 days. And then after that, you joined Seven Figure. 
Yeah. We did, yeah. And this time you got accepted. Oh. We did. <laughs> you let us in this time. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, you guys' story is like, in real estate is so short. I want to keep going. I want to keep saying, well, what did you do in 2017? Oh, wait, they already told us. <laughs> like, <Okay>. we're done. <laughs> you guys have only been, <clears throat> in my mind, I was thinking that you joined the community essentially two years ago. It's been like, like a year and a half or less. I wish we had. I wish we had joined. Freaking amazing. Like, this is amazing. Like, you guys' story gets better and better every time. Like, you blew it up, like, within essentially 12 months or less of joining, right? When did you really start to see traction? How long after, like, joining the House Living Formula and, and the other communities did you really start to see traction? Um, probably... Four months after? After starting the original. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So a couple months after Full Pack and Live is what? Yes. Yes. And it, it's not like, it's not all bells and like ro roses and yeah. rainbows. It's been a struggle, but sure. yeah. it works. <laughs> it was pretty much one foot after the other. <laughs> that is awesome. But, but it's like, how bad do you want it, right? Yeah. Like, what's that? For us, it was moving away from pain of not being able to see our family, not having you know, our kids not being able to see them and just not having a life really that we we wanted to have so that pain was was very real um so we just did everything we could i i love how you phrased it that way because i hear people talk about their why a lot and that word gets thrown around and i think it's it's good but i love that you said it was moving away from pain and i think if people can because everything we do is kind of a mind game. Like, I'm always doing mind hacks with myself, right? Mm -hmm. And if you can, in your mind, understand, like, what this thing is going to allow me to do, the times when it does get hard, because it's not if it gets hard, it will get hard, right? <laughs> like, any business you do, like, you're basically saying, give me problems, I'm signing up for problems, right? Because that's what businesses do. They solve a problem. They solve problems. And you're bringing that on. You're not just going walking up to your boss and saying, okay, I'm here, you know, clock me in, I'm ready to go, right? Like, you're the one who creates that. You create your own luck, right? You create your own success. But you can create it if you have the right people that you surround yourself with and they can show you how to do it, but you still have to go through that journey, right? We can't do it for you. Um, so that's pretty cool. I like that. Move away from pain. So what would you say, like, identify that pain if people want because I find people quit when it's kind of like they get lazy and then they make up an excuse or something, right? Or, I don't know, elaborate on that. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out, but you guys elaborate on it. Yeah, I guess, I mean, for, for somebody who's listening, just think about, like you said, why gets thrown around a lot. And yes, it, it is the why, but I guess why that why? <laughs> so, <laughs> just uh, yeah. in, the, in the moving away from pain thing, right? So... How much does it suck to know that you have to go to work? You don't, you don't have that choice. You have to go to work or there will be no power, right? Yeah. How much does it suck to know that you can't go to your kid's play because you will lose your job if you don't, wow. right? If you don't go to work, you lose your job. Like, that sucks. Yeah, for us, how, how bad would it be if our kids never got to see their grandparents, their grandparents like, or their uncle and... It hurts enough to not be acceptable, right? It is crazy, like, hearing you guys talk about this, because I've literally, like, other than in like, high school, I've never had a job. <laughs> like, 
So it's, I sometimes don't relate that well, but hearing you guys say that, I'm like, oh my gosh, like that would suck. Like literally today, my son, this is kind of random, is thrown, like he crashed on his bike on the way to school. And my wife got a call and he's okay, you know, but, but it was kind of a bad accident, didn't bring anything, but he was, he was hurt. And if my wife and I were working, like we wouldn't have, I don't know what we'd have done, right? Or I mean, I know, I know we would eventually been able to get him, but like, I don't know, it's just crazy. And like you were saying, like I'm able to help coach my son's football team. And it's just cause I want to. I'm able to go to my kids, you know, they have a thing they're doing, a talent show and stuff like, right? I just, we just, I just go, I don't even think about it, right? When I wanna go surfing, how are the waves? Okay, I'm in, right? Like, that's really interesting. Like, does it really suck that bad having a job? I'm just curious. Like, <laughs> it can, it, it can. Right? Oh, wow, wow. Well, I don't think it's just the job. I think it's the lack of the freedom that you, you don't have the freedom to do what yeah. you want when you want. It would be weird for me to have to ask someone's permission to go like one of my, like, I don't I can't even fathom it. Yep, that's what, what that's what most people do. Or you simply can't like the, the grandparents. You simply can't take your kids to see the grandparents. It just you can't do it. There's no money there and there's no time there. You just can't. Not to keep elaborating, but last minute, yeah, last week we went to Tara's parents' fortieth anniversary. Um, and it was like a last minute trip and I we left Friday, you know, and yeah. It's interesting. So Yeah. I guess what like one of the other things actually on Flip Hacking Live, I actually quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> at that event, that awesome. event. But it was because the night before we had some family emergencies, my family in New Zealand, they actually called us one night. And while we were there. While, yeah. while we were there at the wow. hotel in San Diego. And I wanted to fly back. Oh, my gosh. But I couldn't. So I quit my job then. So, <laughs> so you literally just quit your job because they wouldn't let you go, right? Yeah. I do remember the one job that I did quit, so I can actually relate. Um, my brother had like a championship football game. I was in high school and like, I wanted to go watch and support my brother's game. And I let them know way in advance. This is, this is when the game was, I'll need to leave one hour early. No big deal. I will come in early. I will stay late every day. I will work twice as hard as I've ever worked. I will get everything done. And they're like, okay, we'll see. I'm like, okay, I'm sure I'll be good. So I worked my butt off all day. These guys were out taking smoke breaks, hanging out, chilling. I was busting my butt. And when it came time for me to go, I said to one of the guys who was kind of the manager or whatever, I'm like, okay, this is like, I worked at Frito-Lay, like hauling like big, like boxes, like, I know it doesn't sound heavy to carry chips, but when you're carrying like boxes and moving pallets and unloading like huge trucks, it can get heavy. You can drink <laughs> So I was yes. like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to go now. And they're like, well, is, is everything done? I was like, well, I did all this, 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 and this. And, you know, the other guys can finish up this and that, right? Because I, I got to go. He's like, you aren't going anywhere until all this is done. And I just, like, dropped my clipboard and walked out. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> like I, no, I don't think so. I don't. Anyway. Um, so let's talk about this trip you guys went on recently how like tell me a little more of, of how that came about and what that was like what, first of all when was the last time before this trip when, when did you go on the trip last june july last year 2017 
Okay, so okay, June, July of last year, you went on this trip. Wow, so like literally like a year after. Man, that's so cool. So I know, it's amazing. You guys, I, re I do remember, not to keep sharing stories, but I remember when we first started making good money in real estate, and it happens really fast, right? You're like, oh crap, like we can do stuff. <laughs> like I always talk about, there's really not a lot of middle ground. It's like either you have a little bit of an excess or you don't. Mm -hmm. And it's like you do one extra flip and all of a sudden you can go on a trip pretty much wherever you want. It's right. pretty cool, right? So I it remember is. that's the year Tara and I went. We went to Mexico. Like we never traveled before this at all. Like we could barely drive down to the beach an hour away. But we went to Mexico. We went to Catalina. Shortly after that, we went to Costa Rica. Like it was the funnest time ever. Cause it was like, oh, like a kid in a candy store, right? You can do all these things. <laughs> so... You went on this trip. You haven't been uh, to the Philippines in 10 years. Yes. To see your extended family. And your your parents and your siblings hadn't been there in 10 years either, right? I think my mom had been there maybe five years ago. But, yeah, it's been a long time. So my siblings had How did you guys come up with the idea? And sh I want to hear, like, I, like, like, I want to be a fly on the wall, like, how did this come about? Did you guys talk about it? And then did you just call your parent? Like, how did this happen? How did it come about? How did the family reunion kind of organize? Right. So we hadn't seen each, I mean, like, I hadn't seen my parents and my siblings at that point for two years. So I really wanted to see them. And by that time, I had already quit my job. So we had the freedom to go. And we just talked to all of my family members and said, hey, what if? What if we get together in the Philippines and we actually were able to fund the trip? So we paid for their tickets and ours. And that was amazing because before then, you know, the, the, only, the reason we hadn't been back in 10 years is because plane tickets are expensive. And it's a long way. So being able to help with that. And while we were there, you know, we were able to fund some trips inside the Philippines with our extended family. And we were we had some experiences that. You can't really put money on, um, but it was just really amazing seeing everybody together because it it's been a long time. Yeah. So you guys went on this trip that you were able to not only pay for yourself, but for your siblings and parents. You bought their flights too, correct? Mm. Yep. And you went to the Phil Philippines. And it's because you had the time and the freedom because of your, your new business. Yes, and the business was still running. Actually, we made money while we were there. Yeah, I love it. That's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> and this all happened within like a, a year, basically. Yes, okay. yes. It, it, I mean, it's crazy to think about it like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, actually, like less than a year from going to Flip Packing Live, but within a year of joining House of Formula. Yep. That's wow. right. That is so cool. So, did I mean? Did you just call up your parents, be like, "Hey, we want to pay for," and your siblings, and say, "We want to pay for a trip," or what? Well, we talk every week, so we Skype every week. Yeah. Um, but at some point, they had, you know, we had brought up, "Hey, let's meet up somewhere. Do you want us to go to New Zealand? Should you guys go here?" And I think some of our other extended family was going to the Philippines that lived overseas. So we said, let's have a little mini reunion. And we said, you guys don't have to worry about the tickets because usually that's why we don't have reunions is somebody yeah. can't 
for the tickets. So we'll cover that and That's awesome. don't worry about it. That's really cool. And then so you guys were able to stay. It looks like you stayed. I'm looking at the pictures over here. You stayed in like a just like a rental house, like something. Yeah, yeah. We actually stayed at a nice condo in Tagaytay, Philippines. It had a nice view of like the world's smallest active volcano. That is awesome. <laughs> you stayed kind of by the ocean, it looks like. Mm, well, so that's kind of like a lake in the middle of a in the middle of a volcano. Yeah, we went oh, to lots okay. of places. We went to like a little island also and it did some really cool. It looks really yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> what is the people? It like we you know, like, we could snorkel here. It doesn't but matter it's where being, it's the people. Yeah, it's yeah. The it's family, being yeah. with our family. I totally agree. Yeah. My one of my favorite videos you sent over well I love the ones where Chris is hiding and saying, Don't report me. <laughs> the, those were good. But I was watching this video that you sent over of this amazing group, uh, this musical group, right? <laughs> and all of a sudden, I was like, wait a minute. Actually, what I, I was like, wait a minute. I think this is Ariane in here. And I had to look a few times, and it was you. In fact, I'm going to edit in. I'm going to play some of that video. Is that okay? Sure. Okay, cue the video. <laughs> super cool right so tell me about this group this random group that you're playing with to me looked like i'm like wait a minute i'm so confused how is she playing with this group they're totally in sync tell me about that musical group yeah so in high school i was part of me and my brother we were part of that musical musical group it's called banda kawaiian it's like bamboo band in english um and all the instruments are in bamboo and i pretty much we practice pretty much every day, every weekend, and played when I was in high school. So I was actually amazed that after 10 years, I could still do okay. Like she not the touch, best. I hadn't touched that instrument in 10 years, but was able to just, like, get back in and It's that 10,000 hours. And... <laughs> wow. What was it like getting, I mean, they still have that band going now? Yeah, like, yeah. After 10 it, years. Yeah, it's still going. Still going. Like, and you guys perform and they perform and stuff on a regular Yeah, they basis. perform internationally and wow. inside the country. It was, it was amazing. So Just what was it eight. like after 10 years, going back, seeing your extended family, being and in friends. the Philippines, being able to reunite with this band, play with this band after 10 years of everything you guys have been through? And what, what, what was that like? <laughs> can't even des describe it it's just i mean and being able to do it while not worrying if we were gonna pay the bills or you know because we're we've always been kind of well, I, I guess i've been always been guilty spending money i always had a scarcity mindset of you know if i spend this money and i won't have it anymore or i can't use it to for the, for the future um but just being in a state where 
you know what, like, my family is more important. The time I spend with them and the experiences we have now. And not to say that we're still savers. We still don't spend silly things on, uh, silly money on silly things. But that family and the time now is more important than the money that we might save. So yeah, it was, uh, I, I couldn't even imagine doing that a year before then. No, a year from that time when we were spending a month in the Philippines with my family, that was not in the radar. Yeah, it was we not a possibility. Not, we couldn't imagine spending that time there with them. That's so it was awesome. That's so cool. All right, guys, well, this has been absolutely amazing. Um, is there one final parting words of advice that you would say to anyone out there who is kind of feel stuck where they are and they either want to get involved in real estate investing, house flipping and wholesaling, or they want to take their current business to the next level. What piece of advice would you give them? We'll both have one piece of advice. Okay, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um, so I think the, the biggest thing for us has been surrounding yourself with the right people. We can see like the path ahead of us. Right? So we've either got people where we are that are running in the same direction as us, or we've got people who are where we want to be that we're chasing. Um, and sort of like the people who are with you are like struggling with you. We're all, I had to fire somebody. It's like the most stressful thing in the world. I've never done it before. What do I do? And you just blat somebody and they're doing the same thing. And that, that kind of like camaraderie. So find, find your, find your group and run with them. That's awesome. Yeah. And, for me, it's kind of the same thing, but I think pay more attention to your thoughts and what you're thinking. Um, like Justin said, it's in this business to succeed, it's more the mind, you know, what you do with your mind, really. The, the fact that we surround ourselves with people like that helps that part also. Like we, we get to hear what they think and that changes our thinking as well. So I guess that's one of the things. And then actually do do it, right? So you're, you can learn as much as you want. You can learn everything there is to know, but if you don't do it, it doesn't matter. You gotta, I, gotta do I it. love that. One final question for you guys. <laughs> when will you be joining us? When is your guess on when you will be joining us in eight-figure flipping? <laughs> Depends on when you let us in. Every time we fill out an application, it's always like rolling a dice. <laughs> <laughs> If we hit our target this year, we'll, we'll probably guy, feel yeah. like we could do it. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. You guys are an inspiration. Your story, I could talk to you for hours and just dig into your story. I really hope someday we have an eight-figure meeting in the Philippines and I get to meet your, your family personally. We'll fly all your family out from New Zealand, too. I love it when I say stuff on the spot, then I get myself. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Boom. That's what my I got myself into. If, if Fiji. If Bill, yeah, exactly. If Bill agrees to the Philippines, then we will fly all your family out as well. Because I oh, wanna... now it's Bill's fault. Yeah, now it'll be Bill's fault. <laughs> Sounds I really good. Would, I would love to meet them. Or we'll go to New Zealand. Shoot, we'll do it all. We'll do it all. We we have to go to New Zealand too. There we that go. That would be awesome. So, anyway, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Seriously, like you are like 
people like you and, and your story and learning about you like is the epitome of, of why I do what I do. I mean, speaking into this microphone here, this object, like it can get a little lonely sometimes, right? <laughs> but talking to you guys and hearing of your story and, and really the journey that you've been on and just knowing that in some small way, uh, maybe we've been a little part of that is um, it makes it all worth it. So thank you. Well, thank you, Justin. We wouldn't be here if you didn't have that idea and didn't, you know, and actually run with it. Persevere, because I know you get a lot of haters. You get a lot of. Well, it's hard already, and then you get haters. They're out there. They're out there, right? For anyone, I think. So. And I think they're more vocal than the people like us, who have gotten so much. That's a low bar. From, from <laughs> you and from this entire group. So thank you so the much. Majority. You guys are awesome. Thank, thank you. It's love having you guys so all right guys that's it thank you everyone for joining us these guys are amazing um go ahead and go to houseflippingformula.com if you are interested in kicking it off um i know we talked about some of the other coaching programs as well as well so if you're uh, past the uh entry level and you're interested in joining us in the six figure seven figure group I guess we can talk to you about that as well or the eight figure group <laughs> so feel free to reach out to us at info at house of being hq.com and with that um i love you all have a great week get out there take some action be just like these guys keep crushing it and, and make your dreams happen yolo right you only got one life to live so uh take advantage of it we will talk to you guys next time on the house of being hq podcast bye you guys can say bye too if you want Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys later. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.